I, I love your topic for for today. Um, we, can you? What what was it like? You said it way better. The, I said the mid semester drag. Yeah. Because this it just feels like it. By the way, I just want to say, um, are you are you are you in the Forest Grove area? Uh, not at the moment. Why? Oh. Just, or no, because just earlier, like it was dumping, like it was dumping rain. I had to go turn in my post lab um, paperwork, you know, assignment in, in, in a different building. So I left the library. It was not raining. And keep in mind, this is literally only like a three minute walk. Actually, not even three minutes. It's a two minute walk. It's literally just like the building next door. Yeah. I went out and it wasn't raining. Turn in my assignment. The minute I exited that building, it was dumping rain. And then I was super confused. I'm like, okay, this, this shouldn't be bad, right? But then it just got progressively worse by the second. So my like one minute walk turned into like a, a 40 second sprint in the rain. And right now I'm just really soaked. I just wanted to say that. Oh, so if I just seem very disinterested, it's because I'm like in my head crying that my pants and my sweater and my jacket, like I'm just very soaked and I'm just like crying mentally. So. Oh no, Anna, do, do, you, do you need to like go home and get warm? But right now I'm actually fine because the library is pretty warm. Okay. It's not as bad. It's not as bad. Um, I just, I just wanted to add that into this topic that we're talking about of the mid-semester drag I feel like this just made it worse so I so here yeah I think here's here's my take on it the mid-semester drag is it makes moments like that terrible like yeah. you can handle that like a matter of fact a downpour spontaneous downpour of rain you know, with the right, you know, uh, 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 lighting and and shot and music background could be like the most romantic scene ever in a movie. Yeah, the notebook. <laughs> <laughs> you know, why did that right. to me? What was his name? Noah, right? Anyway, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but yeah. I do, I vaguely remember that scene. My wife made me watch the notebook. Uh, yeah one time and, and but I here's cried. the frustrating thing though Adam I decided I only needed to turn in one sheet of paper I didn't need to bring my backpack I didn't want to lose my spot in the library I had an umbrella with me she's not in that moment and so now I'm looking outside it like completely stopped raining and I I just feel very I just feel very targeted right now so but that, anyway that... we should start this podcast oh we, we've started it it's fine. Oh. Yeah. Okay. No intro. You already know who we no. are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a health science podcast, but you, you didn't get here by accident. You yeah, know what I'm saying? You're here. Yeah. I'm you did not stumble upon episode nine. It's just, you just, you're here for a reason. So welcome That's back. Right. That's right. I'm Adam Chris. And I'm Anna Gwynn. There we go. You already know what's going on. Here, yeah, here we go. That's, that's the intro. We're just going to, we're just going to keep this going. Um, yeah. So, 
but no, I think I think that's what that's what stress does. When you, when you reach that point of being stressed, little coincidental bad luck things seem like personal offenses. You know where, and so I, it's so hard to keep that in perspective. Like I, yes, I, I know exactly what you're feeling or exactly what you experience with the downpour. And it's hard to think that like that rain is not targeted at you personally. <laughs> yeah. Like it was fine until I stepped foot outside of that building. It was just downpour. Like it was relentless. It was, it got to a point where like, I'm pretty sure they were underclassmen because they, they were like very lost and everything, but they were like huddled outside a building. And they were like, do you want us to shield you from the rain? And I'm like, I'll be fine. I'm okay. And as I'm running, right, they're like, go, go run as fast as you can. And I'm like, oh my God, why do I feel like I'm Forrest Grump right now? <laughs> they're just like, run, Forrest, run. And I'm just like, I'm trying. Um, oh, but yeah, yeah, it was just like, yeah, I, it felt very personal, like, and then don't don't you end up don't you end up blaming like your professor for needing to turn in the paper that like why couldn't I just email this thing in or why isn't this electronic or like you start blaming other people for, for I, it it didn't get to that point yet but I know what you're talking about because now that you bring that up I'm like why did I have to turn in a physical form of this post lab but then also turn in an electronic version. Mm -hmm. Why could I not choose one or the other? Why not just do the online one? Anyway, yeah. And so I it's just more like on myself, yeah. I just yeah. think, oh, why didn't I just turn this in earlier when it wasn't raining? But how, it wasn't raining when you walked over there, right? It was just bad luck. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, just, it was just a bad luck. Um. So let's, can, can we back, why are you, so I take it you personally are experiencing the mid-semester drag years. Yeah. What's, what, what is the mid-semester drag? Yeah. Well, or how about that? Can we, can we make it even more personal? What's your mid-semester drag? Like what's, what's it like being, taking classes in college and feeling this drag? Like what's, what's going on? Yeah. So for me, Mid-semester drag definitely comes, I want to say, yeah, November. It's, it's always particularly November. Um, and I've talked about this with um, my professors before, of, like a whole class discussion, right? Um, after like the first like five or so weeks of, um, of school, right, of the semester, you're, you're getting settled in, you know, it's, it's the joys of like, you know, a new semester, making new friends, being your old friends, whatever the case may be, right? And then you start entering midterm, right? The first round of midterm. And there's a lot of anxiety and a lot of stress and a lot of like, you know, very opposite emotions happening. And then after that first round, right? You're like, okay, we're good for like a week or two. And then like suddenly it's the next round of midterms. And I think that's when you start hitting that mid-semester drag, or at least I do, because it feels like 
it goes up and then down and then up and then down. And then you're just like, I'm just trying to exist right now. Just, just trying to get through classes. And I feel like that's what makes it a drag. It's just taking it one day at a time, but even to break that down even more, just one class at a time. We're just going through the motions. Everything just feels kind of like hard. Not like in terms of the workload, right? Because that doesn't quite change, but it could. But then also it just feels like you're forcing yourself to be mentally there, but then you're not wanting to be there. So that's like the mid semester drag for me. I'm just trying to be as mentally present as I can, but it's just, I think I'm getting kind of an early stage of burnout where I'm just like, okay, everything's kind of monotonous. Everything's kind of just, you know, unexciting. I feel like I'm being buried in my stuff. Um, so yeah, and then it gets even more complicated or more complex because then this semester is different because this is, my, this is the first time that I'm being a commuting student versus typically staying on campus. So that extra layer of having to travel an hour to school and then from school every day. Plus on top of that, trying to time manage, make sure I have like time to eat, time to work, time to do classwork or go to class and do homework. Um, and then on top of that, like, you know, dealing with like just personal things outside, you know, family stuff and whatever. So it's just like the missed message drive is just that accumulation point of just everything feels a little too heavy. So, yeah, that's what, that's what it feels like for me. Wow. Yeah, I think I, I think that's a feeling that everybody like. I, I totally identify with that. And man, you 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 said some layers there. Yeah. <laughs> and even on top of that, Adam. Yeah. Let's just talk about like like the whole COVID thing, like coming back to school and readjusting to that. Like that also takes a lot of mental and physical effort that sometimes people aren't aware of. Like a lot of professors have pointed out to like a students that we all just look like very lifeless. Like we're just struggling really hard on like a whole new level. And and I see in my professors too, right? They're struggling, they enjoy being back on campus, having um, in-person interactions with students, but then coming back to having meetings all the time, running from camp, building the building and like, you know, dealing with all these other stuff they are also really exhausted and I assume probably for you too it's just like getting back to the swing of things which is very tiresome so you know I think it's a little bit different that, that COVID piece is a little different for me I I extract so much energy I feel so much better after teaching an in-person class I just love being around people and so I I yeah. um and so so for me being around people is worth any of the extra stress that I have that, that, that comes along uh, with, with being around people. But, um, okay, so, so my, little, my, my little pet project the last few months has been decision-making um, and, and psychology of, of decision-making and predictions and, and error and bias and that sort of stuff. There's a, I don't know if you've ever heard of the study, they did this really cool study where they asked people to remember a two-digit number. 
there are a group of people mm -hmm. would remember a two-digit number, and another group of people would remember a seven-digit number. And then they had to remember that number when they went, they sent them down to go get a cup of coffee somewhere. But they put a hundred dollar bill uh, along their path. Um, the people who had to remember the two-digit number would see the hundred dollar bill. The people who remembered a seven-digit number missed the hundred dollar bill. They wouldn't see it. And so if our brains are distracted, we don't see those opportunities you know, that, that are present around us all the time. And I wonder, like at the start of a term, if our brains are relatively relaxed because we're just starting a term, we, we don't have due dates yet, we're not. And I wonder if we're just immersed in this environment where there's nothing but opportunities. Mm -hmm. And then as we take advantage of those opportunities, those opportunities require effort and work for us. Even though they're cool and they're positive, they still require effort and work. And we just hit a point where we can't see any more opportunities because we're working on those opportunities we already took advantage of. And we're in the middle of working on those projects now. And we can't see any new opportunities. We're kind of bored of the projects we've been working on. And we're just kind of stuck in this like no man's land where we get like no dopamine hits in our brain from like new interesting things coming up we're just I mean maybe I guess it depends if you think your assignments are opportunities and then if uh you know you are studying that you um you know a topic that you enjoy because you know sometimes it's just a matter of like you know you're taking a required class and you just don't have interest in it and so that already is like the deterrent to wanting to do it so but you were so you were so hopeful and positive about taking biology. You know, like in not too many recordings ago, you were so upbeat about. Oh, you mean chemistry? Chemistry, sorry, chemistry. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, was, I was like, did I take? <laughs> no, I am, and I think that's the thing. I still enjoy the class that I'm taking. I don't think that right. I, is quite diminished. Yeah, I still enjoy it a lot. It's it's like a two two truths that exist at the same time I still enjoy the fact that I'm taking chemistry I still enjoy my psychology class I still enjoy my anthropology class and my surfing class but at the same time the workload or just the mid-semester drag is just there and it's it's making it really hard so yeah it's it's just acknowledging that you know I can I, I still enjoy all this the studies it just it just sometimes it's just ridiculously hard right now like this this fight towards you know the sprint towards Thanksgiving break and then the few last weeks and the final sprint through finals to winter break like that's like that's that's what it feels like right now you know when you feel like you've been jogging for like 10 11 weeks and then you're like you know I'm ready for a break and then so you're like so close but so far at the same time that's what it feels like yeah yeah I yeah Do you, do you ever, do you ever imagine a time in your life where that you don't have that feeling of like, you have to like gut it out? No, I know what you're talking about. There are those people who kind of preach about it. They're like, you know, don't do something you don't imagine yourself doing, you know, work shouldn't be, 
you know, shouldn't feel like work. It should feel like you doing something you love. And I'm like, okay, I hear you. I hear you. I, I acknowledge that, you know, the, the, that philosophy exists and whatever. Yeah. But sometimes it's just like, sometimes you just, you just really are just trying to go through the motions, but it, it is, it is a miracle when you kind of get, go through a day and you're like, wow, today, just everything went so well. It was such a good day. And then you like live it again and again. And you're just like, whoa, this just feels so good. And you're just like, what is different? So yeah, I totally know what you're talking about. But at some point, there's a chance you could just live. Like you can just thrive and not I, feel like you're crawling. <laughs> yeah, but I overcommit myself. I mean, once I see like, oh, it'd be cool if I did this. And then I do that. And I'm like, whoa, I just did too much. Like, I, I, that, that's way too much for me to do. I, I, I can't. Do I, I, I totally understand. I feel like I'm the same person. I'm like, well, I want to keep piling my plate really quick because I don't, I have a lot of time. I have a lot of energy. And then like midway through, you're just like, I want to give this back. I don't want to give that back, but I can't. So yeah, oh, no. definitely overcommitting is a, is a problem. Yeah. Are you talking about the podcast right now? No, no, this is no way I stab at the podcast. Absolutely not. I just meant like, you know, well, this is actually not even now. This is not even now, but like back when I was like, you know, before I graduated, right? Like I did a lot of um, clubs and then I did a lot of like outside like internships. I had like two jobs. Like it was just like, you know, I'm just keep piling up my schedule, not have time. Like it got to a point where I had to like schedule things out in advance. I'm like, oh, I'm not, I, I can't hang out with you spontaneously. Like you gotta let me know like two weeks in advance. <laughs> so yeah. I just I just gave up on having friends. Like man, that takes <gasps> oh, no. oh Adam advice to you students do not just drop your friends because you're busy if anything drop your schedule so okay but but i have i have six kids and you know uh, uh a job and hobbies and stuff like, like i really if i talk to my friends once a month one, once a month that i feel like i see them all the time That's i mean just, yeah yeah, it's really just amazing. I'm like how how much I pare down my social interactions. And I'm teaching all day at school, so I'm around people. So when I come home, I really just kind of shut myself in the room and and just like enjoy not being around people for a little bit. But uh Yeah, that's understandable. Um Yeah, it's so we, we talked a little bit about like how we get into this mess, right? We're excited. You're excited about the class you're taking. You recognize the classes are good. There's probably other opportunities that you're excited about. It just, it's too much. Like at some point it piles up and becomes too much to like keep, maintain a positive attitude and keep up with the workload. Do you, do you think that's accurate? In, in a way, yeah. I feel like when you're just doing it, every day like Monday through Friday and then I also work weekends it just seems like there's never a break and I feel like that's what contributes to that mid-semester drag I'm just not feeling like you have a proper break like okay not to you know you know talk badly about Pacific or anything this is just an observation I have noticed and this is true our fall break 
is one day. You get one day off fall break. And I have noticed that other institutions in the Portland area offer a range of like two days to a week. So I'm just like, huh, would it have been really nice within this semester to have like, you know, a proper break, you know? But I digress. Yeah, that's what it just feels like, you know? You just feel like you're doing it a lot every day and then you're just like, oh, I need a break, but I can't have a break because there is no break. So, right, right. I'm just wondering how far down a rabbit hole I, you know, we, we, we should go here. But it sounds like you're overtrained, right? Yeah. It's not your. I am sprained a muscle. You, no, worse, your neurons, right? You are cognitively overtrained at the moment. Oh, yeah, overloaded. Right? Now, did you know that your nervous system takes longer to recover than any other uh, system in your body? If you, uh, uh, so if, if you do like a heavy workout um, on the track, let's say it's an it's a, a interval sort of day and you're just totally fatigued, it's your nervous system that takes the longest to recover from that, right? It's, and so, um, but we, we think that there's something different from our, that our mind is somehow totally different than our bodies. And it's not like our mind comes directly from our nervous system. And our nervous system is just cells in our body that fatigue just like anything else. Um, mm. And so what you're saying about breaks, if, if an overtrained athlete is, is kind of hard to determine if, if you're an inexperienced coach, like it's an overtrained athlete is lethargic, um, they're lazy, they have bad attitudes, um, and they look a lot like lazy athletes. And so a lot of times coaches will say, oh, this athlete's lazy, that's it, we're running wind sprints for the, for the end of practice day because we're going to whip this, this athlete in shape or something. And really what the coach should do is give them rest. And you're going to be more productive giving that athlete rest than you would by giving them more conditioning. If the athlete is lazy, rest isn't going to hurt them. Um, they're lazy anyway, so why would you, you know, try to make them run more wind sprints? But what you're saying about fall break being one day, it probably would increase productivity to give more rest to students during fall break. Oh, yeah. They'd probably be more yeah. productive. It, it's, it's an effective strategy, not just a, I don't know, nice thing to do for people. Like, I think I think yeah. it'd be more productive. I agree. I really agree. And I know that obviously there's reasons behind it, you know, having to meet like what the federal regulations for certain days, the students have to sit in a chair or whatever and during, during classroom time. Um, but no, yeah, I agree. And it's not even for students, right? Like it's just a day for like professors or like teachers who just have a day for themselves as well, right? Because I'm pretty sure, or at least I know that your job just never ends, right? It doesn't just end once the bell rings. You have to grade, you have like conferences, you have meetings, you know, you have like side projects like this, right? So um, yeah, yeah people, I feel like rest is just key for everybody. My, I mean, okay. I love perpetuating that myth that like a teacher's job never ends. And, and that could be true for, for a lot of teachers. I don't want to speak for any, you know, for all teachers or anything. 
it's a pretty great job. Like, I mean, yeah, I get 16 weeks off a year. And I mean, I, I can grade papers, but Google grades a lot of my papers for me. You know, it's like any more with automation. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, why, why spend your time doing something that a computer can do a thousand times better? Um, and so, I don't know. I'm, I'm very happy with my, my work-life balance sort of things. But it does get pretty intense, at least even within that eight hours of my workday. It gets pretty intense and, and requires some recovery. And then, you know, the, the rest of my life is filled with stuff. Um, you know, with six kids and my daughter started wrestling. My six-year-old did her first wrestling practice yesterday. And so I, you know, took her to that. Yeah. And yeah. Um, she didn't like it, but oh. I think she's, no. she's going to try it again tomorrow. But Okay. Well, best of luck to her. But Adam, are yeah. you experiencing a mid-semester drag? Like we kind of talked about it from a student experience, but as, how as are you a- doing? As a teacher, so I, I experienced my that mid-semester drag feeling more in the spring. April April's a really hard month for me. Um, and, and how it feels for me is like I can't have a new idea. Like I, I lose my ability to think creatively. Uh, like I just can't, mentally, I just can't function. It, it's kind of, it's kind of like, all I can do is keep my head down and focus what I'm doing. I can't come up with a new creative idea. I'm not going to brainstorm something like the idea of being creative just becomes really hard um, around April. So this time of year, I'm 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 still doing pretty good. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm I'm doing okay. Um, this year's a little trickier. Students are a little bit different. There's other issues that are popping up. Um, but you, some of the stuff that's different is really good. I don't know what it is about the students. They're just more, they're, the students are easier to connect with or identify with this year. There's something that like, the students and I have went through a shared experience over Zoom mm-hmm. a little bit yeah. with, with the pandemic. And there, there is something where it's like, we, we have a bit of a shared experience it just seems a little bit easier to connect with the students. And, and that, that's made things a lot easier for me because I, I lean pretty heavy on, on that sort of stuff. Um, the other thing that probably helps me is I remember feeling going through like that mid-semester drag sort of thing in, in track. And most of my experiences in life, I filtered through that track experience. And... You know, I had a mentor counsel me through those those feelings, and and he'd predict what I would feel like. And so when we we're drawing out like the year's training in the fall, I mean, he predicted it's like, okay, for January, February, and March, this is how you're going to feel. Lifting's going to get heavy. Your throws are going to get worse. You're, you know, and he just kind of you're going to feel like this. And he just walked me through how I was going to feel. And then showed me like what the results were going to be. And so I've kind of learned how to take that like feeling of that drag and just realize that it's a normal process of development and to kind of kind of breathe and stay calm and don't take those feelings too seriously 
because there will be an outcome from them. Hopefully. Mm -hmm. I think the killer is when you feel like you're just jumping through hoops. All the work you're doing is jumping through a hoop so you could you could make this one accomplishment and you never have to think about what you did again. I think that is the soul crushing part of that mid-semester drag is that feeling that I'm never gonna use this again ever in my entire life. Yeah, well, you're just kind of doing it just to do it, yeah. Right, and so at least with track, I knew that that, that drag feeling was gonna, it was gonna provide a result. The, the heavy, lift I, heavy lifting I was doing in the winter time was going to result in a in a better competition in the springtime, and so, yeah. I, yeah, I think that perspective helps, and so it does. Yeah. It does. Yeah, feeling like what you're doing now will have a meaning at the end, right? That, that you're accomplishing something, whether in short term or long term, and that's kind of what helps me get through it too. I think, like for me to get through the mid semester rag. I just know that it's a wave I have to ride. There's no way that I'm going to go, you know, in or out of it, right? It's just like, it's, it's like, like you said, you got to just validate what's happening to know that it, it's normal, it's real, and like, allow yourself to kind of just ride through the wave of it. And for me, I'm like, look, if I feel like I need rest today, I just, I'm just going to rest, right? As, as soul crushing as it is to feel really guilty about not doing homework or whatever I need to do, it's just like, if it helps, if it makes me feel better, maybe I'll like structure my, my schedule for tomorrow to kind of make up for it. But like, I just know, like, I have to come first. My health has to come first. So that's what I do. And then, yeah, and then I do my best to really realistically structure my schedule versus like kind of filling in every single hour. And be really realistic about my schedule. What can I block out for a certain task? Do it for how long? And, you know, help me get through the day by bringing my favorite snacks with me. Sometimes it's hot Cheetos. Sometimes I will literally eat a small bag of hot Cheetos to get through the day. Sometimes I will eat fruit snacks, whatever the case may be. Right. And then just like, you know, reminding myself, like it's hard now, but it's not going to be hard forever. It's not going to be hard, you know, for like, you know, 12 years, it'll just be hard for like, you know, another couple weeks. And then I get a break or I just get to look forward to something fun or whatever, and then just keep going. Like I just kind of try to balance that stressful aspect of the drag with, you know, looking forward to something. So like a positive, like reward at the end, I guess. Yeah, I also kind of think like the, the other way of thinking about it that helps me too is thinking like what, what would be the most awesome activity to do or, or accomplishment to, to work towards? And even it's like, so I love Thanksgiving and we're not quite sure what we're doing for Thanksgiving dinner this year. And so they think, oh, it'd be awesome if we had Thanksgiving for the neighbors and I'll make Thanksgiving, we'll invite the neighbors over. It'll be great. It sounds like the most awesome thing I can imagine right now, okay? Yeah. At some point in that process, it's gonna really suck. You know, it's a great idea. I love the idea, but there is going to be something that just is just terrible to go through, whether you're standing in line at the store or you've forgotten. I, I, I'm going to forget an ingredient. I'm going to have to run back to the store to get more stuff. It's going to cost too much money and the kids are going to be rude or there's going to be a part of it that that is really frustrating. 
And I know it's going to be worth it at the end, but even the best things that I can imagine right now are going to have elements of them that are just going to be just work. And it's yeah. not going to be necessarily fun. And it's not going to be, it's just going to be work. And so that kind of helps me. And so if that's true of my, the favorite, the most favorite thing I can imagine right now, it also probably has to be true of right now. Maybe right now I'm just in the middle of that work period of the greatest thing that I could have thought of doing a couple of months ago. You know, um, I, because if I could have thought of something better to do with my life a couple of months ago, I would have done that. But this yeah. is this is the best option that I thought, you know, for my for my life right now. I'm just happened to go through kind of a, a that part where it's just work. I don't know. Yeah. And it's just being honest with yourself. Yeah, this is work. School's work. Um, all of this is work. And it's just just no positive affirmation right here. Just know you are strong enough, intelligent enough, you know, strong willed enough to get through it. You got it. Just keep telling yourself. You got it. I literally have Somebody, somebody um, wrote on the whiteboard in this new room that I'm in, and it's literally a nice little affirmation. Um, you got this. Keep going. And I'm just like, wow. See, it's, it's, everybody knows it's that time of year. It's that time of the semester where you just got to keep telling everybody and telling yourself, you got this. You just got to keep going. It'll work out. You remind yourself it'll work out in the end. Do you think there's, I don't know. I wonder if there's times where you, you should just walk away. Like, are, are you, are you, are, are there times where you're struggling so hard against something that you should just walk away? Like when, yeah. when, when does, does the mid semester drag turn to be chronic and pathological? And that's being honest, right? Because like, I think it's something that I'm definitely learning as I get older, like time is very valuable, right? And in, in how you spend your time and who you spend your time with is um becomes very important and so but I honestly shouldn't be talking because I'm like one of the worst people when it comes to like you know dealing with time so that, that, that can't be you're talking about it right like I think I think the worst people dealing with time are the ones that are unaware you know like I, I if you're aware of it and talking about it and and we're, we're doing like a open forum therapy session between the two of us like now I, podcast, like <laughs> I, I don't think you're the worst at using time I um yeah well I'll tell you what it is it is it is one of the highlights of my week to to do this podcast every week it's it's a, such a fun little project and I, I I get to talk to you and you have a, such a fun perspective on things and I I really appreciate you um taking the time to, to do the podcast, even when you're soaking wet from a rainstorm and that's what sort of stuff. Adam. Thank you for acknowledging my struggles. <clears throat> Sorry, but oh man, um, anyway, yeah, I appreciate you too. I really appreciate the conversation we have, the different perspectives that we have about topics, but also the similar ones we have. It's just fun to kind of talk about topics that I guess we don't really normally talk about like on a day-to-day, -day. like who kind of just talks about the mid-semester drag about I think to, to be fair probably everybody does right now probably everybody <laughs> but no one puts it on like podcasting right no one podcasts about it but no it's fun I, I really enjoy it I look forward to it too it's just like a nice this is what I'm talking about this nice break right a mental break from 
that routine that I have. Um, so yeah, it's just fun. Well, cool. Well, we, we've been talking for like an hour. Should we, uh, should we end it? Yeah. Thanks for have, listening. Yeah. Do you have any, any, any final thoughts other than thanks for listening? Um, yeah. If you are going through the Miss Message Rack right now, I wish you the best. You're going to do absolutely fine. You're going to get through it. You got this. Keep going. I'm there with you. You know, we're going to hug along together. And then we'll, we'll finally have a break. But if you need a break now, just have a break. You can, can I tell you about the strange? Sorry, I know I said I was going to end the podcast. No, go ahead. Go I, ahead. So there's this this experience I had with a student, and it's the, it's happened now a few times, um, especially like over Zoom and stuff, because we really had to kind of like figure out creative ways of solving student issues. And so this happened with a student. Um, she was way far behind, and I said, and she said she's really stressed out. It says just whatever. The school year starts on Monday, just starting Monday, you're just going to keep up with this unit. Don't worry about doing any of the stuff from the past that just forget it. it. It never existed. We'll worry about that later. Just let's have a really great unit starting now. And she felt so relieved. Like she said, oh, thank you. Like you could tell she's kind of like bottling up the stress and she felt so relieved and that sort of stuff. That night she sent me an, she, she sent me an email saying, she did all the past stuff that night. And so, and this has happened now, it's happened to me now a few times where there's something about like, just telling the student that like, don't worry about all this past, don't worry about the stress that's piled up on top of you. Just, just focus on the stuff that's ahead of you. And for whatever reason, students will like go back and do get all caught up like that night it, it happens really quickly and that's a weird experience and what I, it which made me kind of think like if you're feeling the mid-semester drag like especially if you're, you're one of my high school students talk to your teachers we could have yeah. really simple solutions for a problem that you're putting a tremendous amount of stress in like oh, ask yeah. for help like we are here to help you. Like, that's my job. My job is to work for students to like get them through this process. And so, I don't know, there, there could be really simple solutions over something you're stressing out about. That's not that big a deal. No, that's a great point. If, if you're gonna take anything from this podcast, take what Adam said, ask for help if you need it. Because honestly, that happens and I totally understand that, right? Cause like, once you get to college, right? At least for me, I used to be the person who's always on top of my stuff doing all the assignments, no problem. Got to college and then like, yeah, it got overwhelming. There was like six different subjects that you're taking with like similar amounts of workload and it requires a lot of time, right? Cause in college, they'll tell you for every one credit, you need to like spend two to three hours outside of like classroom studying for that topic, right? And when you have six, and you have to do like a minimum of three hours, that's like what, 18 hours already? And you're like, where did the time go, right? So it's also coming to understand like, you know, there's not, you kind of have to be like smart about what assignments you do. And this is probably not really good advice. So for me, I just had to understand like there are some assignments, like a five point assignment that I'm not gonna do. At the end of the day, it's not the end of the world, right? If I don't do a five 
point assignment here and then like a five point assignment there. It's just like, hey, rather than holding on to that stress of trying to catch up, let it go, start where you are and then go from there. And then, yeah, talk to your professor because it really does feel relieving when you realize your professor actually cares about you and are willing to work with you, right? And they'll always say, I can't help you if you don't talk to me. And they really mean it as, you know, kind of condescending as it sounds, it's true, right? So yeah, don't be afraid to ask for help as much as we all say it. Like, trust yourself, trust your professor or your teacher, right? To just, that they're gonna help you. So just go ahead, ask. You deserve help, right? You, you, you can just do it. And, and teachers could be feeling this drag too. So if the if one yeah. teacher gives you a weird response, ask another teacher. Oh right? yeah, don't stop play, at one teacher. Yeah, play play the odds, you know. And so yeah. maybe maybe kind of teacher on a bad day, asking it. There's people to help you, and so um, yeah. And you know how I help students is I don't necessarily like I can't a lot of times I can't reduce the amount of work for them. Like I can't. You're, you're just stuck in a little bit. But we, there, you. There's little tiny ways to help that somehow makes the world all better. Like, I, yeah. anyway, and things, things can snap yeah. in place. And I don't know. It's yeah, that, and that's, it's even the affirmation that, you know, you're going to be okay. Just like, like having somebody help you reshift your focus on where it should be. I think that just also helps too, right? Because, you know, at one point I was that student where I just kept looking back at all the missed assignments and trying to, put all my attention there and feeling pressure to try to catch up there versus like it, it got to the point where all of that current assignment piles up and also becomes the past assignments right so start where you are keep going and then like one day you might just not have any assignments to you because you're like caught up right that you can just start kind of going back and doing whatever you know you miss yeah if it's still worth your time right so yeah or, or, or like my, my college track coach, um, just telling me that like, no, this is how it's supposed to feel. You're gonna feel this way, but it, you know, we, there, there's a, it's part of the plan. Yeah. Sometimes that's Everything's all. part of a plan. Or, <laughs> or not, but ask, ask. It, it's, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Trust or, yourself, trust your professors. Trust nobody. Trust everything, or <laughs> maybe you don't have to trust. You don't have to trust anybody regardless just you know know that everything's going to be okay in the end if you have the courage ask for help if you feel like you got it you got it you're you're definitely not going through it alone if there's anything that this podcast is expressing you're not going to we all feel yeah we we all feel like this um, yeah at the end of the day we're in this together yeah Seriously, that's right we're literally in this together that that is true. I think that's a good spot to to cap it on. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna stop recording now. Bye. <laughs> Maybe when I'm bigger I'll know the difference between Lasting a stranger mm -hmm. Oh
Hi, my name is Sam Girl, and you can stream my new song, Selfish, on all of your favorite platforms. <laughs> Perfect. Nailed it. There you go. That's what I uh, do. That's it. <laughs> you, that's do it. it. You, do it. you do it very well. Um, you just like say the same thing for 20 million takes that sounds exactly the same, and then pick the one you like. <laughs> well, you'd make a great teacher.